Leadership is a learned skill. Welcome to episode number 50. Yes, that is right. We are celebrating episode number 50 today, and I couldn't be more thrilled. So in honor of that and in honor of you as the listener, I am sharing with you my lessons learned over the past 50 episodes of creating this podcast. It's been such a great journey, and I can't wait to share my words of wisdom with you. Listen on. Welcome to Maximize Your Career with Stacey Mayer, a podcast about achieving your career goals while also being yourself. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Maximize Your Career. I'm your host, Stacey Mayer, and I'm especially excited to be here with you this week because this is episode number 50 of my podcast. And in today's episode, I'm just going to celebrate with you guys. I'm going to tell you a little bit about my journey, how I got to creating this podcast, what I've learned from this podcast over the years, and hopefully you can apply some of that to your own leadership strategy and what you've been working on in creating success for yourself in your career over the past year. So First of all, I just want to acknowledge you, the listener. So this is a celebration for me, of course, in having a full year of my podcast, but it's also a celebration of you. I wouldn't be doing this podcast if there weren't so many powerhouse corporate leaders who are really committed to the work that they're doing at their organizations and just want to be doing it better, just want to have more recognition so that they can make a bigger impact at their organization today. That is no small feat. That is a really, really big deal. And so I commend you, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, I commend you for taking action and really taking the steps necessary to advance your career. And speaking of listening, so because it's the 50th episode, I'm going to be doing some prizes because it's the holidays and it's it's just a great time of year to give away things. So I'm going to be offering contests on social media, but I will announce it right here for you guys that I am going to be giving away Amazon gift certificates for people who submit reviews of my podcast. Now, why is this? I'm not fishing for your reviews, but I do and want to commend you as a listener of this podcast and reward you for that. I want you to know that I really appreciate and value that you are listening to this podcast and that you are implementing what I'm saying. So I want to know what resonates with you. And also, I'm just going to be honest, you giving me a review makes this podcast go into the hands of more and more corporate leaders. And that is a huge, huge thing that I need your support. My podcast doesn't live in a vacuum, <laughs> or should I say in my bedroom where I've had to switch my recording studio to because of COVID-19. My podcast does not live in my bedroom. It only matters if it matters to you. And so I want to hear from you. So 
Here's how the contest works. Make sure that you go on iTunes and review my podcast and then shoot me an instant message. Send me a DM. I know that you can find me somewhere on social media or my website, stacymayer.com and send me an email message and just let me know, hey, I posted a review because if you don't let me know, then I won't know how to contact you and give you your prize. So I'll be offering that in the month of December, but I just wanted to tell you guys about that here first. So as I promised, this 50th episode is going to be a celebration, a celebration of lessons learned over the past year and a celebration of you. So why don't we just start out with a little bit of a journey as to where I was in 2019. So Many of you might know that I have a performing arts background. I was an actress for over 20 years, and I love performing. And so the idea of doing a podcast was not foreign to me. It was actually very exciting. It was something that I always wanted to do. I just didn't know what form it was going to take. And so last year in 2019, when I decided to do the podcast, I wasn't terrified, right? I didn't have stage fright. I wasn't worried about it. But what I did need to do was create a plan. So I created a plan for how I was going to launch the podcast. And I was thinking to myself, like, how in the world am I going to come up with what to say every single week? (laughs) How in the world would I even have 50 episodes of content? Because at the time, I was doing a few social media posts. I had a couple of blog entries that I would do every now and then, but I didn't have a regular piece of content that I was sharing with you on a weekly basis. So I just made the commitment and trusted myself that I would be able to come up with that content even before it even was there for me. So what I did is I committed to the first three episodes. I wrote the first three episodes, and I didn't know what episode four was going to be about. I just figured I would figure it out as I went along. And sure enough, I did, because now I have so much to share with you guys. I'm like many, many episodes ahead on content. So sure enough, I had more than enough to say. So that is my first lesson learned that I want to share with you today is start before you're ready. If you have something that you're passionate about, some idea, something that you want to put out into the world, then I just recommend doing it. And the way that this could look for you as a corporate leader, it might not look like a podcast to you. It might look like raising your hand for a project, to volunteer, to work on a high-profile project, something that you don't even know if you're necessarily even qualified to do but you're going to raise your hand for it because it feels interesting. It feels like something you might be interested in doing. So that's something that it could be a great example of that. And many of my clients go through that regularly where they put themselves out there. So for many of my clients, this is the challenge that they have is that they wait a little bit too long to raise their hand and then the moment has passed and they've overthought it. And so I just encourage you to raise your hand early and often and to start before you're ready. So 2019, I have this idea of creating this podcast. I'm committed to doing it on a weekly basis. I'm committed to coming up with what I'm going to share with you every single week. 
And I decide that I'm going to launch it in December. And I actually had a really fancy office space at the time. And I recorded the first couple of episodes in a soundproof booth. And I was really excited about it. So this was even before COVID happened. And um, there were a couple of challenges that I faced at the beginning. And one of them was with iTunes and trying to get the podcast launched. And it turns out I wasn't going to be able to launch it in December of 2019 like I had planned. I had to wait until January. So my podcast got delayed by like three or four weeks. And I remember that being such a challenge and because I really wanted to get it out before the holidays. And I was very excited about it. And you know how it is when you have a project that you're just very, very excited about and you just want to get it out into the world and then you have to wait and wait and wait. So I had to practice my patience at first, but I was eventually able to launch the podcast successfully and I was very, very proud of that. And 50 episodes later, we're still here. So another lesson that I learned over the last year is as I was continuing to develop this content, so I have been coaching corporate managers for a while, even before the podcast, um, to get promoted. But I hadn't been teaching how I was doing that process until I started this podcast. So I had been teaching corporate managers and coaching them to get promoted into senior executive leadership positions for a while. But it was really exciting to be able to put that into a podcast form. And the next thing I want to share with you is what I actually learned by communicating in this way in this podcast. Now, I always knew that I wanted to help as many people as possible, but it wasn't until I started this podcast that my mission, my real overall vision for my career and what I stand for and my my hard why really stood out to me. It wasn't until I started this podcast that I could just really see it and believe it. And what I decided after I started this podcast, so this was about in March or April of this year, I really started to hone in on like what it is that I, what is my voice? What is my leadership voice? What am I really trying to share with the world? And that is when I realized that my real mission was to bring more diversity to the leadership table. That is why I coach powerhouse leaders to get promoted. All of the clients that I have had have been minority underrepresented clients. That is, these are the people that I'm helping support get them into senior executive leadership roles. So because I was doing this podcast platform, I really started to own that mission and really commit to that mission. And then I asked myself, okay, what is possible? How many corporate managers can I get promoted in a single year? And I came up with a thousand. That is my goal to get a thousand corporate managers promoted into senior executive leadership positions each and every year worldwide. And that to me felt like a three to five year goal. It was a long term goal. It was something that felt very doable, but at the time I was only offering one-on-one coaching. And so the reason why I share this piece with you is that the second lesson that I learned is when you have a platform like this, when you have something like you're writing a book or you get invited to speak on a panel or you're doing something that's in the public eye, or it could even be mentoring, you really have to ask yourself what 
for? Like, what does it stand for? Why am I doing this? You really start to ask yourself, what is my leadership style? What matters to me? Why do I do the work that I do? And you can create that on your own with a piece of paper or a journal. And you can also create that through practice. And so one of the things that I do really well is start before I'm ready and just learn by doing. So I am not afraid of that. I'm not afraid of figuring it out along the way. And I really did. I figured it out. And so another thing that led me to is launching a group program. So I started to think about, okay, if I'm going to get a thousand corporate managers promoted, then I have to do more than one-on-one coaching. I actually need to create a course so that I can give the tools that I'm teaching my one-on-one clients to the masses. And I need to be able to coach a larger group of people at once. Like I need to make myself and my knowledge scalable. And so that is why I launched Executive Ahead of Time, my group training program later this year. And it has gotten off to just a huge, amazing start. And so I want to actually share with you some of the things that we've been working on in the program and some of the client wins. And then I'll go on to some of the lessons learned from 50 episodes of my podcast. So the first win that I want to share with you is we have this Voxer group. It's a text messaging chat group that we share with the community of people who belong to the program so that they can share their wins, ask questions, and get real-time coaching feedback from me. And one of the clients, the participants in the program, I'll call her Mary. She said, oh my God, Stacy, lesson two, strategic thinking versus strategy strikes home. It's like someone trying to look over my shoulder and saying, this is what you need to correct in your delivery. And I'm really proud of what Mary wrote because it it really speaks to how these subtle shifts in your communication make such a huge difference. And so many corporate leaders feel really stuck where they are because they don't know how to shift their communication. They don't know what to change. And so they just kind of stay where they are and they don't have the skills. So basically what Mary's saying is like, oh, it's really great to have somebody tell me what I'm supposed to be saying if I want to be seen as a senior executive leader. And she already has several more wins since this about people actually responding to her differently because she is communicating in this bigger way. And we're still just only in the first couple weeks of the program. Uh, Another win that I wanted to share with you guys is from we'll call her Susan. Susan said, the module this week felt like it was 100% for me. I am totally in the weeds. That was an aha moment for me earlier in this year, but I wasn't sure how to get out of it. When I had my one-on-one with my boss this week, I led my answers to her agenda topics with a high-level answer rather than the details. Overall, it had a positive effect on the conversation. She only asked for more details on one or two topics rather than me giving her all the details on everything. And we asked her in the group, in our group coaching call, 
what her boss actually said. And her boss actually responded like, oh, this was actually a really great one-on-one. I'm glad that we did it this way. And it's just such a huge win. If you can start communicating to your boss at that senior executive level, it's the fastest way to get yourself the recognition that you deserve. So this is what I'm able to do because of this podcast, because I honed in on my mission, because it got really clear of the number of people and the way that I wanted to serve them. I am able to serve more and more corporate leaders and get them the tools that they need to get themselves promoted and become that executive ahead of time. So exciting. So if you have a platform, if you want or a desire to be on a panel or anything, if you just want to start sharing your voice, maybe you don't even know exactly what you're talking going to talk about, but you just want to raise your hand, do it. Do it sooner. Run. Do not walk. Now, I have a few more lessons that I've learned over the last year, and I just want to continue sharing them with you. So another thing is when I first started out, and if I listen back to my first few podcast episodes, I feel like I was, it's not that I was inauthentic. I just didn't know. It felt kind of clunky. So it's kind of like when you're starting to come up with your elevator pitch, or you want to start advocating for yourself or share people what you do or your vision, at first it feels a little awkward and weird to say things out loud. But with practice and with time, it gets easier and easier and easier, like actually very quickly. And so when I think about the trajectory over the past year is that I started to find my own authentic voice through this podcast. I got more and more comfortable with speaking and sharing my ideas and how I'm articulating those ideas and what it is that you need to hear as the listener. I just got more and more and more comfortable with that and more and more comfortable with who I was and what I wanted to talk about. And like I said, now the ideas just keep flowing. I can't stop talking. I think the first podcast episode I recorded was nine minutes long. Now they average 25 minutes and I could easily go on for 35 or 40 minutes if you guys would have me. So it's just, you find that authenticity that we all crave by doing, by speaking, by starting somewhere. At first it's gonna feel awkward, but it gets easier quickly, I promise you. Another thing that I learned is that I really love pushing myself. So I love creating these deadlines for myself. Like there has never been a podcast episode missed. I wouldn't miss a podcast episode. I, it's really feels like not optional. And I'm sure that there's a lot of things that you do at work that feel that same way where it just, it just doesn't feel optional. You're going to get it done. You are going to bring it home. And so really finding those things that you can do that just are non-negotiable and setting yourself up for that is really going to show you that you can achieve and reach for really big things in your career. Now I want to talk a little bit about the interviews that I've been doing through this podcast. So each month I interview really incredible corporate executive leaders and (laughs) there's something really funny. So 
I'm going to tell you a little bit of backstory about my performing arts background, but I was an actress in New York City, and I had moved to New York from Chicago. So I was already acting professionally in Chicago, studying and performing improvisational comedy when I moved to New York. So I was a little bit older. I think I was like 28 years old or whatever. So meaning most people when they move to New York to start their acting career or straight out of college. So I was like six, seven years older. And so I didn't want to wait to be famous. (laughs) I wanted to just make my own career. And so I created a show called Stacy and Who. And in this show, I would invite a different performer to perform with me every single week. So it, I would ask somebody who I had didn't really know if they would be a guest on my show. And 99% of the time, they would always say yes. And I just decided to play a game with it. And I started to ask really famous people, all kinds of really incredible people that you've seen on television and commercials and just like anybody who I thought was cool. I was like, Hey, do you want to be on my show? And they would always say yes. So obviously I do that same thing with my podcast. If, if I see somebody that I admire, it doesn't matter if I know them or have a relationship with them. I just ask them, Hey, do you want to be on my podcast? And they always say yes. And it's, it's so, it's not just amazing that they say yes, but really it elevates my leadership. And the reason why I'm sharing this with you is because, you know, when I was doing the show in New York, I performed better because of those people. Like I was, I stepped up my game and I'm sure you must notice this yourself. You step it up when you surround yourself by very powerful people. And so my advice here is get yourself around some pretty badass people. And I think it's like I can really see that playing out in my executive ahead of time group program because all of the people in this program are incredible leaders. And they all have the same challenges, the same basic insecurity or wondering if you know, if they can do the role and then they, they fuel each other, they challenge each other to go for it, to speak up, to have that difficult conversation and surrounding yourself by these powerful people that elevate what is already inside of you, right? They just bring out the best in you. As we continue to climb the corporate ladder and get higher and higher up, we realize that it's lonely at the top right? And we're not surrounded by those people. So we have to actively go out and create that community for ourselves. So a networking community, programs, resources, whatever it is, I highly recommend surround yourself with the best. And those people want to be around you too, because you are also the best. And now on the flip side of the interviews, I also wanted to share with you something else that was kind of interesting and surprising for me over the last year. So I thought that I would bring these really amazing corporate executives onto my show and my listeners would want to listen to them because they're people have heard of them or they just really admire their leadership or they look at, you know, they obviously all of the interviews that I've done have been really, really powerful. And so I thought that you as a listener would want to listen to those episodes. And those episodes do get a lot of downloads and listens, but I receive more comments and more downloads from my solo episodes. 
I'll say that again. I receive more comments and more downloads from my solo episodes than I do from what I thought were these very important people that I would bring on to my podcast. And what that tells me first and foremost is that I as well am a very important, powerful figure and I need to own that, right? I need to believe that and really trust that the work that I'm doing in the world really matters. And I share this with you because how many times have you second-guessed yourself? Does it really matter to have me have a seat at the table? Yes, of course it matters. Of course your voice matters. They do need you at the leadership table. And when you can realize that your ideas and what you bring to the conversation is so extremely valuable that it gives you the fuel needed to go for it. And that's huge. That is absolutely huge. So I really encourage you guys as we finish out 2020 and move into next year that you think about what is that thing that I want to start doing Start doing it before you're ready. If you have the desire, if you have the passion, if you have the idea that you want to raise your hand for something, just do it. I also want you to think about what is your thought leadership? What is your message? What is your why? Even if you don't have it fleshed out, raise your hand to be on a panel, offer up some advice, offer to speak at an all hands offer to give a presentation, whatever it is for you, I want to encourage you just to say yes and just do it. You will find your voice. You will find your leadership style by doing it. You'll also find your own authentic voice so it will get easier and easier to advocate for yourself the more you talk about what you care about and what you really want to be doing in the world. I want to encourage you to surround yourself by extremely powerful people because you too are a very powerful person. And I also want to encourage you to believe, to believe in yourself and that your voice matters and it matters that you have a seat at the table. The time is now for you to get out there and you create your own version of your next 50 episodes. I'm right here with you and I can't wait to celebrate at 100 and 150 and 500 and 1,000. <laughs> and I just, I am super grateful and thank you so much for being on this journey with me. Goodbye, see you next week. Before you go, if you were listening to this episode and you said to yourself that you want to learn the skills necessary to get yourself promoted into a senior executive leadership position, then I invite you to check out my small group training program called Executive Ahead of Time. In this six-week group coaching intensive, I give you all of the skills that I teach you on this podcast, but we go even further 
deeper. You are surrounding yourself with a community of like-minded professionals. You get group coaching from me every single week. And essentially what you're doing is you are becoming the executive ahead of time, which is the surest, the fastest way to get yourself promoted and recognized at that senior executive level. Let's face it. You have been underrepresented, underserved, and undervalued for far too long. And it is finally your time to shine and get the recognition that you deserve. And I can help you get there. Go to executiveaheadoftime.com to sign up for the wait list or to register for the program. And I can't wait to see you at our next cohort.